You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I'm Daniel. And I'm Clint. We have two weeks down, Daniel, of college football games being played on Saturday. How are you feeling? That's correct. Uh, I'm feeling like I really need Georgia to be one of these games. There we go. Because that's, that's odd because I don't know if you know, Daniel, I invited you to the podcast today to talk about UGA football. I'm glad that you oh. went to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well it's good to be it's good it's good that you had me on. Thanks for having me back. Yep, absolutely. Um, long time long time listener. Many time co-host. We should uh, we should yes. do this again. Uh, if you we don't should. know, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Glad you're here. Daniel and I are two fans that like talking to other fans about UGA and specifically a football season as it is right now. Uh, this is Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Daniel and I are not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination, but we do take our fandom seriously, and we want you to take your fandom seriously, Daniel. That's right. This podcast is for fans, by fans, just real fans with real takes. Uh, and we're here to make you a better fan. That's what the podcast is all about. We think being a fan is a noble cause. And so we uh, have dedicated the podcast to try to inform you and improve and sharpen your fandom uh, as we have these conversations. So if you are a Georgia fan, and we presume you are, or else you have stumbled into a podcast that's going to be hopefully entertaining oh, but, they'll but enjoy potentially it. potentially disastrous for you if you're not a georgia fan uh if you are a georgia fan you can uh we'd love to interact with you you can email us lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com you can hit us up on twitter at dogs podcast leave us a rating or a review um if you're new to the show just subscribe all those things help us out a bunch you can tell a friend about the show if you like the show if you have questions comments concerns thoughts or opinions though you can email us or send us a message on twitter we would love to hear from you as we said as clint mentioned we are here every day of the week five Mm -hmm. days a week so subscribe you'll get it downloaded to your phone every single day and we are less than two weeks away from that first georgia football game clint gosh daniel the, the it is starting to you're starting to feel it in the air it's mm-hmm. starting to it's uh, Phil Collins is beginning to sing was, in my I head was just about, about it. to and say can, do we have the, we don't have the rights to this or that hold do on we, hold on executive producer intern Michael can we get Phil Collins no no, no. I'm hearing nope. in my ear no we cannot no. okay actually so, wow that was okay gonna... Michael easy we get it that was a stupid question <laughs> calm down yeah all right, um, uh, but we are here every single day of the week, and we would love it if you would join us every single day of the week, Monday through Friday. And Clint, we're here talking about a um, which position group we're going to talk about today. I can't even. I, I don't. I don't see too well on the on the sheet here. What are we going to talk about? We can talk about uh, the star position yeah no i think what we should really talk about is the way in which kirby is going to utilize the defensive scheme every single week to discuss Mm -hmm. the new linebacking oh oh wait nah let's talk about who the starting quarterback is there we go let's talk about who the starting quarterback is um uh, another scrimmage over the weekend uh you didn't see it i didn't see it nope None no of the other insiders saw it, but um, we do have some thoughts. We've gotten some. We've read some things. We've gotten some word. Um, some fairly notable 
the University of Georgia alumni have weighed in on the quarterback situation down in Athens. Give us the rundown of what we have heard in terms of the reps that were distributed at the scrimmage on Saturday. Clint. Uh, I don't know if you all been on Twitter or if you have pay sites, but the insiders, the gurus, uh, have apparently discussed that Dewan Mathis has emerged out of a QP competition with less than two weeks to go, taking the majority of important staffs snaps on first team reps. Now, Daniel, uh, this is important for a whole host of reasons. Uh, okay. Here's why it's important. Number one, uh, do we have any games to warm up to the season at all, Daniel? No, no, no. Ain't no Arkansas state on the schedule. No East Which- Tennessee state on the schedule. No. Also, you would want to play Arkansas no, state this right, year. Right turns now. out, turns out we got, we're going to talk about that tomorrow on the podcast. Um, uh, no, no warm-up games. We go straight no. into SEC play. Thankfully, we do play the worst team in the SEC oh, gosh, week you. one. So that that is nice. That is that is very nice. So, no, we have to go into the season round to go with the shortened SEC-only schedule. And this is important because Dewan Mathis is getting the lion's share of the snaps back there, making chemistry. Again, Daniel, I pointed on this podcast before. It is very crucial as a quarterback and receiver with timing routes, with trust, with Nonverbal communication, trying to get 50-50 balls or back shoulder throws. These reps are vitally important. And Dwan Mathis appears to have taken a edge in the QB competition. Uh, Daniel, I'll lead out. Uh, we did some, you did some study, you did some research on Dwan for us. You went back to the, to the Chronicles. I, and I went and watched some high school tape we, on Dwan Mathis. Not ashamed to say it. Look, no one, if you were not a thirsty fan for Georgia quarterback tape right now. I'll watch anything. I'll watch anything. Anything. I did. Watch some high school highlights. Vandalay. I watched some spring game tape. Vandalay. I watched a high school football game. out there slinging it on TV. Yeah, Vandalay out there on ESPNU. Um, going against Gunnar Stockton, fantastic. It was fantastic. fantastic. <laughs> Loved every minute. Uh, Daniel, this news excites me after watching that film, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Here's what happened. You're, you're coming around I'm on DeWan. coming around on DeWan. And many of you are shouting into your phone right now saying, yes, Clint, you're a moron, but hold the phone. Okay. No one knows what this yes. guy is fully capable of right now. But if you watch tape on him, by the fourth quarter of G-Day last year, Daniel, this kid was in a full lather, running away from defensive ends, slinging the ball from sideline to sideline, from hash to opposite sideline, touch throws over the cornerback squatting. And Daniel, the first three quarters, I was meh, meh. Quarter four, I was hooping. I was like, oh, 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 no. And I got very excited, mm. Daniel. Yeah, let's um, <clears throat> let's talk. Let's just talk about Dewan for a second. He, um, in that spring game, if you're not going back and watch it, you can go back and watch it on uh, on the YouTube. He's primarily throwing to Matt Landers. Now, listen, th- how, that how, do, is we, how dis- do we feel about Matt Landers? Let's just say the the podcast is unanimous in that that is a disadvantage to you as a quarterback okay that does not exactly make you look great as a quarterback no. but here are the things that we know to be true and i mean know to be true about dewan mathis number one he can run mm-hmm. and i don't mean he's mobile no i mean he can run did you hear Kirby? jamie newman jamie newman is mobile mm-hmm. okay dewan mathis can run like He's fast. He's very Kirby said that as he was getting interviewed. He said, watch out, he's fast. As he... Yeah. Yeah. No. He's fast. He can run away from a dude. Okay? 
Here's thing number two we know about Dewan Mathis. He has a big boy arm. Like, he can throw the ball far mm-hmm. and hard. Mm-hmm. He can spin it now. He can he can spin a football. Okay. Here are the things we do not know about Dewan Mathis. What is his decision making like? How accurate is he on short to intermediate throws? These are the things we do not now listen, those those first two things I said, pretty important. Mm-hmm. Those second two things I said, also pretty important. So uh just like all the quarterbacks, Dewan's got some question marks, but he has some exclamation points too. And I think that to me is what makes me a little bit excited about Dewan. Because when I think about JT Daniels as a starting quarterback, I think there are fewer question marks, would you agree? With JT Daniels than with Dewan Mathis. 100%. But I also think there are fewer exclamation points, Clint. And when I think about punctuation for my quarterback, now I don't want a lot of question marks, but but I do want a few exclamation points. I want some wow in in the quarterback because I think this team has got enough weapons around it mm-hmm. that if you throw in a quarterback with a little bit of wow, who when a play breaks down, who can make something happen, I, this is the kind of thing that that makes DeWan a, a, a potentially really exciting quarterback. Now, there's, there's other quarterbacks. I want to get to the rest of the scrimmage notes. I want to get to some more thoughts about DeWan, all of that uh, later in the show. But first, Clint, you want to talk about an exclamation point. Get it. Let's talk about Bill Bar. Okay. Ain't no question mark here. No. Okay. Let me make a statement instead. Bill Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. Period. No question. No question about it. It's a protein bar. It is. Uh, it tastes. Ju- it tastes like a candy bar. It comes in a wide variety of flavors to fit any taste or specific desire that you might have. It is keto friendly. It's approved for your diet. It's high in fiber, low in sugar, high in protein, low in calories, and it is uh, great for a. Snack on your way into the office. It's great for uh, a little afternoon, a little three o'clock pick me up. It's great for when you're coming home from the gym, whenever it is that you're going to get after it. Uh, Built Bar is a protein bar. It's great for you. Uh, it's great for uh, managing your waistline or building some muscle, and it tastes delicious, unlike virtually every other protein bar on the market. So you go to builtbar.com. You enter the promo code locked on, and then you will get $10 off your entire order. You can choose a single uh, pack, uh, a single flavor, or you can choose a variety pack full of uh, lots of different flavors. You get $10 off your first order. And as Clint is so apt to say, if there are any coolers floating around out there, you may get one. What does it mean? It's find out. Who knows? Just find out. Just put, just put locked on in the promo code section, billbar.com, $10 off your first order. Daniel, not only were scrimmage notes about JT Daniels and Dewan Mathis, uh, that's not all the quarterbacks in the quarterback room, Daniel. Uh, there are more. No, it certainly isn't. It's 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 interesting um, because kind of what you didn't say is that the the what you what you kind of pick up on from the reporting is that um, Dewan Mathis got the majority of the first team reps. Who got the majority of the second team reps? Hmm. Interesting, was, Daniel. It was a freshman, a true oh. freshman by the name of Carson Beck, who played extremely sparingly. Mm-hmm. 
in the scrimmage. The the final scrimmage? Before the opener? Correct. JT Daniels reportedly played extremely sparing. Now listen. There are a multitude of things that this could mean. Okay? It could mean, Clint, that JT Daniels has already locked up the starting job. Could that the mean coaches that. are one hundred percent confident that JT Daniels is going to be the starter week one, and they want to get as many reps as they possibly can to Dwan and Carson to see who is going to be the backup. Could mean that. Do you think that that's what it means, Clint? Nope. No, I don't either. I do not think. I just want to throw it out there that that is an option. Um, it does not mean people are people are starting to report that JT Daniels is out of the quarterback race at the University of Georgia. That's, that's, not, that's not what it means as well. That's That's not what it means. Okay. It could mean, Clint, that JT Daniels is not medically cleared to play. Okay, now we're talking. And and the coaching staff now does not expect JT Daniels. Could mean he's had a setback. It's been a week since we've heard from Kirby. Okay? And so JT Daniels could be medically cleared to play already, and we wouldn't know. Just so we're clear. Ron Corson doesn't report to the media. No one asked James Cook or Dell McGee, to my knowledge, if JT Daniels was medically cleared to play. And no. so uh, he could already be cleared, but he could have had a setback, and we wouldn't know it. Um, is that what you think has happened here? Clint? High likelihood of that being the case, Daniel. That's what you're thinking. You're thinking that this is related to JT Daniels' availability for the opener. If I was a betting man, which we all know I am, that's where I'm putting some money. It's- I I want to agree with you, Clint. Okay. But there's something about it that just now maybe um maybe you're going to accuse me of putting on a tinfoil hat here. I was just here. going let's, to say. Let's don't let's don't get too far ahead of ourselves, okay? But there's something about the whole situation that doesn't quite sit right to me because listen to me, the answer is not JT Daniels has already won the starting job. There's a zero. No percent chance that that happens because listen if jt daniels had already won the starting job do you know what the coaches would want him to be doing getting throwing the ball to george pickens as many times as he possibly could to develop as much chemistry as he possibly could with the number one playmaker on this team there you go clint so the fact that dewan was throwing to george pickens i think says a lot about who this coaching staff is leaning to start in the opener i would now say that i am it's all the information that we have, I think, points to Dewan starting in the opener. What I don't know is about the what that means in terms of JT Daniels because I still think if JT Daniels were not medically cleared to play yet, but the coaching staff liked him and, and knew that he would be medically cleared to play at some point this season, don't you feel like he would at least have been getting second team reps in the scrimmage, Clint? Don't you feel like at least if it was just a medical situation where and that was and and truly the depth chart was not a factor. Don't you think that he would at least be have gotten It's not like he got no reps. It's not like we were we heard that he didn't make any throws at the scrimmage. See, that would tell me he's injured. 
and things have gotten worse. That he's like had a he's re-injured it. So so there's a third there's a third option out there. You're trying to say he was throwing some. I I think there's something about this that makes me think there's something about JT Daniels. The coaching staff is not necessarily crazy about oh my. that. There's or there's something about Carson Beck that the coaching staff is necessarily crazy about, and I don't know which one it is. But that's that's my tinfoil hat. Uh, well, time will tell if Daniel has gone over to the deep side. Uh, that as I did last year by saying that we had a second offensive playbook, which by the way, secret playbook. You'll never hear me Se- say again in my life. Se- secret playbook. Here it, just, it comes. Todd Monk. It just turns out Jimmy saving C something for Alabama is trash. Saving it, <laughs> saving it for Alabama. Um, but Daniel may have had a counterpart who agreed with him. A very famous UGA alum who has similar thoughts, and we'll get to what Aaron Murray has to say about Carson Beck right after this. Daniel, Aaron Murray, uh, damn good dog. Long-time friend of the show. A long time. Aaron, thanks. Glad you're here. All-time leader in SEC passing yards still. Still, to this day. He's nervous that Kyle Trask is going to pass him. Oh, wait. No, oh. no he's not. Oh. No. No, he's not. Oh. No. Aaron Murray just said, who? Who? I'm, I'm sorry. Say what? Huh? Who? Uh, Gunnar Stockton is is who he's really concerned about. Um, no, Aaron Murray has chimed in and has said that uh, your your Carson Beck, your aforementioned Carson Beck. Don't say my Carson okay. Beck. The, the alformation. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, Carson Beck has really wowed him, and he called him the best pure passer on this UGA roster. You know. I mean, he's not the first person to call Carson Beck the best pure passer on this UJ roster, and no. I mean, he might be right. He's, I think he's, he might be right. He's probably right. Doesn't mean he's the best quarterback on this roster. There it is. And I don't think Aaron Murray thinks he's the best quarterback on this roster. Aaron Murray had had high praise to say about Dewan Mathis as well. Said he has he tremendous upside. Says he's not a guy. Says he's is absolutely a guy that you want to see out there uh, leading your team. Talked about the tremendous arm strength. Talked about the incredible athleticism. Um, and I think, listen, we kind of know who, what the strengths and weaknesses of these quarterbacks are. Kirby Smart has always defaulted. To experience, right? I mean, that's since Ooh. we've known him. Boo has okay. He? He's always kind of defaulted to experience. You remember Jacob Easton didn't start his uh, oh, his I, freshman oh, I remember. Year. Um, and then he came in and he threw that dime right over the top mm. uh, in the in the North Carolina game. Was that to Isaiah McKenzie? Who was that to? I think Isaiah right. McKenzie was the only wide receiver on that team that caught any passes. <laughs> whatsoever <laughs> so i'm pretty sure it was Isaiah McKenzie. uh yeah kirby has always never more prominently than in 2018 but kirby has always defaulted to experience mm-hmm. um which which is i think what largely led us to believe that it would first be Jamie Newman, who was the starting quarterback. Correct. And then, after Jamie Newman left, that it would be JT Daniels, the quarterback with the most experience. And it's not close. He's He has some. And that's he the most, by a, a lot. He has played a collegiate game. 
Correct. And so that puts him well out in front of the pack. Um, but when you start to stack up these quarterbacks' attributes next to each other, now I'm not here jumping off the JT Daniels bandwagon and whatever. Like this is just this is just kind of what it is. Carson Beck seems to be a better thrower than JT Daniels. Dewan Mathis definitively is a superior athlete and has a bigger arm. Correct. Than JT Daniels. That's, there's no dispute about either of those two things. The attribute that JT Daniels brings to the to the equation is experience and that might be the only attribute that he's in first place in yeah yeah no so so listen so that that kind of leads me to believe that that potentially what you could be looking at here is kirby maybe having a tweak in philosophy when it comes to this year's Uh quarterback as opposed to what he has done in the past. Now, that would answer a question from last week. Will he allow Todd Munkin to do as he pleases and get his hand Mm -hmm. off the steering wheel, Daniel, which... Exactly. That excites us. Exactly. And it absolutely does excite me. And, And the fact of the matter is that while Todd Munkin is new and he has not been around these guys, right? He does not know these guys. Um, He's not... You know, he so Todd Munkin has just as much experience with Carson Beck as he does with Dewan Mathis, and slightly less, but basically just as much experience with JT Daniels. He's Todd Munkin's new to everybody. But Del McGee is not. Right? Uh tight ends coach, what's his name? Babyface McGee Babyface Malone over there. What's I can't remember that that cat's name. What's that? Hartley. Uh Todd Hartley, he is not new. He's not new to these quarterbacks. These guys know Dewan Mathis a little bit. They saw him in that spring before the uh, before the injury, surgery, whatever you want to call it. They saw him performing against college competition. And so it could be that you're having some of these guys, including Kirby, possibly speak up um, in defense of Dewan Mathis. Uh, as somebody who knows him a little bit, or it could just be that Todd Munkin has identified that as the direction that he wants to go in the offense. Who knows, Clint? Time will tell. I was just going to say, who knows is correct. We will tell against Arkansas, Series 1. Mm-hmm. Just as long as you understand that, we'll be fine. Uh, we will be talking about this more and more as the season gets closer and closer. Tomorrow, join us on Lockdown Bulldogs as we discuss Playmakers. Because we need Who's them. this quarterback going to throw the we ball to, maybe, Clint? Maybe we them. should talk about that for a minute. <laughs> hey, come on back. Uh, every single day, your team, every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network, we are the Locked On Bulldogs. We'll see you guys then. Mm-hmm.